0: Alzheimer's disease is one very common form of senile dementia. It usually affects older people and progressively robs them of their mental faculties. It occurs because a protein called beta-amyloid builds up in the brain, forming harmful deposits called plaques, which are toxic to nerve cells. What's confusing, though, is that the brain naturally makes beta-amyloid all the time but seems to wash most of it away when we go to sleep. But what aspect of sleep is important for this clean-up process? And what are the implications for people who are chronically poor sleepers? At Washington University in St Louis, Yoel Jew recruited a small group of
1: volunteers to find out. The method that we used was to specifically disrupt a part of sleep called slow-wave sleep. This is the deepest, dreamless sleep that people have, typically in the first part of the night. And the way we disrupted it is by having people wear earphones all night uh, as they slept in a soundproof room. We wrote a computer program to read their brainwaves as they slept, and that program detected if An individual was going into deep sleep. And as soon as it happened, the computer gave a little beep through the earphones. And every 10 seconds, the computer program would give louder and louder and louder beeps until the person got out of deep sleep and into lighter sleep. Over the course of the night, a person got, on average, about 1,200 beeps. So this was a a pretty extensive uh, overnight uh, disruption of slow-wave sleep. But our goal was not to deprive the people of sleep. It was just to get them into really light sleep all night.
2: And did you then compare the amount of the proteins you are measuring in the brain when they were having this sleep deprivation or sleep disturbance situation with when they had a normal night's sleep.
1: Yes. So uh, we randomized the order that uh, people had a regular night of sleep compared to the night with the slow-wave sleep disruption. And on the following mornings, we did a lumbar puncture, which is also called a spinal tap. And this is a method to get fluid that surrounds the brain and spinal cord. And we compared the amyloid levels between the two conditions to find out if there was a change with the slow-wave sleep disruption.
2: And what did you find?
1: Compared to a regular night of sleep, the more we disrupt the slow-wave sleep, the more the amyloid increases. And so uh, this is good evidence that slow-wave sleep is the part of sleep that lowers amyloid overnight.
2: Now, when you say it lowers amyloid, just explain that Mm -hmm. a bit. So what actually is amyloid and how does its level change during the day and night normally?
1: So amyloid is a substance that's continuously produced by brain cells or neurons. Over the 24-hour day and night, there is a variation in the amount of amyloid where it increases during wake and decreases during sleep.
2: And do we know why it does that or how the brain achieves that fall when we go to sleep normally?
1: Well, there are two hypotheses for how this happens, um, and they may both be true. Uh, one is that since the brain cells are making or releasing the amyloid during activity, during sleep when the brain cells are resting, they are simply making less of the amyloid. The second hypothesis is that there is a clearance system in the brain that increases during sleep.
2: And you hypothesis would then be that by disturbing this slow wave brain pattern and rousing the person a bit when they're sleeping you in some way disturb this flushing out process or make the brain just more active so you end up with more of this beta amyloid in the CSF the cerebrospinal fluid the next morning.
1: Right, and we compared uh, substances such as amyloid that are made by neurons or or nerve cells, as well as other substances that are made by non-neurons, and we found that just the ones that were made by neurons fail to decrease with the slow wave sleep disruption. So, at least based on the information we have, we think that it is really the amount of amyloid production that is affected by slow wave sleep disruption.
2: So why does this matter, or what's the implication of what you found?
1: There is a clear association between having disturbed sleep and developing Alzheimer's disease. And so it helps to find out which aspect of sleep uh, may be modifiable or um, is important in this process, because if we can um, improve people's sleep, and now we know uh, deep sleep, Um, we may be able to reduce the levels of amyloid and uh, therefore hopefully reduce the risk of the amyloid uh, clumping up into what are called plaques, which is the first step of Alzheimer's disease.
0: So don't go to sleep listening to your MP3 player. That was Yoel Jew, and that study was published in the journal Brain.